and welcome to the podcast, Life Made Simple Through Experience. I'm your host, Melissa, and on today's episode, we are going to talk about um, being a little bit easier on yourself throughout the holidays and how you can thrive throughout the holidays instead of feeling like you're just barely surviving. And I know um, last year was a different year for all of us. Um, For a lot of us anyways, we were still in lockdown and we weren't able to do anything for Christmas. And so I know for us, we were doing, we had set up a a camera on the TV and open presents with the grandparents while we were video conferencing with them. So a completely different year. But I know what that year allowed for a lot was to really sit back and reflect and think about what they want for Christmas and what they want the holidays to be about instead of what you know we see on TV, what we see in social media, what we see on Pinterest and this basically this these ideas of how the holidays should run and not necessarily what what we want the holidays to feel like. And so I'm going to go through some things today just about how you can, you know, set the tone for what you want your holiday season to be like as we're at the beginning of December now and how you can really create the best holiday season that works for you and for your family without compromising yourself either. The holidays are a hard time to be to begin with. Um, it brings up a lot. Um, it brings up a lot for people. Um, I know for me personally, I've lost quite a few people this year. And so this is going to be the first Christmas that we don't have those people with us and I'm sure a lot of you can relate to it as well and once and and even if it wasn't this year maybe just every year right it brings up those emotions of not having those people in your life anymore and how it's another Christmas without them so that can be super challenging um this the financial stress of it too it's the end of the year and so many people go way above you know maxing out their credit cards you know having to buy like the best Christmas presents for their kids and spending way too much money or the best, you know, decorations so that they, you know, everybody looks in awe of of what they have. But if that's not what you want and it's not filling up your cup, you don't need to do it. That's just a society pressure. You don't need to do it. Um, Really think about how the holidays are going to affect you and your family and, and make the best of it. So, I wanted to start off with one of my favorite quotes from one of my favorite movies. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. And what I love about that is, I'm sure most of you, if not all, have all watched The Grinch. And what I love about that is that we often think Christmas does come from a store. We're scrambling to buy an insane amount of presents. And like, why? Why are we doing that? It is fun and it's good. I can tell you, like as a kid growing up, like we did not have a lot of money. And so I do tend to err on the side of like spoiling my kids, you know, especially I'm terrible with starting out early at Christmas. I'm actually better to be the procrastinator because it's so hard for me to hold on to the gifts. And then I just like keep wanting to go out and buy more and more gifts. And then my husband are sitting there going, oh, did we buy enough things for the kids? And then, and then it's just like, oh boy. So there's a couple different things. So from a parent's perspective, when you're looking at the gifts, what I've really thought, I've put a lot of thought into the kids' gifts this year and what I want them to be like and sharing with their family. So for those of you that have kids, if, you know, um, 
if you have certain things you want for your kids, feel free to message your family and friends. Like I set up a little list. I sent it to people that I know that would want to buy gifts. And I said like, don't feel pressure to buy them gifts. But if you are choosing to, these are the things that they're into so that they're getting gifts that they're actually going to use. I've been really um, into um, like any type of like Montessori type play things that kids can use for multiple uses. And it's not just like one simple thing. Um, I just find things get more use of it. So I've given the example, another podcast about our kitchen. We, the kids got the kitchen about two years ago and the, the girls, um, weren't, were they even born? No. Yeah. They were just about one. And so they were still very excited at almost one and Bo um, was very excited for the kitchen and they have used that kitchen almost every single day since they've had that gift. So I thought about that and I kind of have started to analyze what the kids are playing with. And so our kids have um, a Lego table in which they can build and they, they love that. I have an art easel. One side is chalk and one is paper that they can color on. And um, then we have drawers of various things like cars and we have a costume drawer, like a dress up drawer and they play so much with that. And I was really trying to think about, okay, what could I get for the kids this year? And so through Black Friday sales, which was great because I'd been monitoring this Melissa and Doug grocery store. It is so cool. I love the Melissa and Doug toys. They're always so practical and like they just, the kids always seem to love them. They, they have a great set of toys in their collection. And so I was able to get a great deal on, um, the grocery store. And I know our kids are going to love that because they love pretend play. I'm sure your kids do too. And that's what I would challenge you to do is think of like, okay, what are they going to really play with? And then especially if you are buying a bigger gift like that, you can reach out to your family and friends and say, Hey, I'm getting this for our kids. Like feel free to get some of the add-ons that go along with it. So it's a gift that all works together. Um, and don't be afraid to tell your, um, family too, that if you want money to go towards a bigger gift, I know we had done that for our son's birthday the one year and just said, you guys, like, if you want to buy him gifts, great. Um, but we're actually going to be buying him a play set, like a swing set. So feel free to pitch in for that too. And so things like that, um, again, communication is key. Nobody can read your mind. And I know for me too, even for buying for other kids, like I always reach out and ask what I could buy for them because I feel like it's super, um, awkward to just go and um buy them something and you don't especially like kids like they go through cycles of god knows who knows what they're into this week and so try to to do that so it's something they're actually going to play with so it's not something just wasted and on that note too with the toys like obviously kids get like an like a crazy amount of toys at christmas time and so I like to do a toy rotation. So just go in Pinterest or Google toy rotation. And I have basically two to three toy rotations where I take a lot of the stuff out of the playroom and I put it in tubs, like Rubbermaid tubs down in the basement. And then every few weeks or a month, I will rotate the toys out. I do this because then the toys feel like they're brand new and the kids are playing with them again. If all of the toys are in the playroom at once, it's way too much. They're inundated and they don't know what to play with. So I challenge you to do that at Christmas time. Maybe once they've opened their gifts, like take a few and just like put them away and rotate them through so that um, they actually play with them. And uh, you know, you get a lot more life out of your toys that doing it that way too, I find. So just a tip for some of those. I know for us, like we have so many birthdays near Christmas too. So really like all of our toys and gifts come at the beginning of the year. And so it can be a bit overwhelming. So, it, you know, the kids almost get their toys for the year. Um, 
And we do have to do that. Just, just try to spread it out so that one, our toy room isn't bursting at the seams. And like for me, for stress wise of trying to keep it somewhat tidy so that the toys aren't overflowing into our living space. Um, it, it's, it, I really have to do that for my own sanity. So, so think about those things for, for gifts. Um, and I want you to really think about, so go back to your childhood and whether you need to pause me right now or not and reflect on what the best Christmases were for you. And if you don't have a best Christmas, like maybe your childhood wasn't the best, maybe reflect on what you want Christmas to be like. And so take a few minutes, write down what you thought were the best Christmas memories. So if I think back to my Christmases as a kid, like we didn't have a lot of money. So, you know, we didn't get a ton of, of toys or anything like that, especially, I mean, it, society has changed so much that Christmas is just seems to go to another level every year. But, um, for me, I, I don't remember like necessarily the toys or gifts that I got, but I remember the experience and what the feeling was. I used to love every second Christmas, we would go up to my grandparents who lived, uh, who live in PA Prince Albert. And I remember the drive up there. I can still vividly remember just like looking out into the fields, just full of snow and being so excited to get to my grandparents. Um, we'd go to their house and just that feeling of walking in, like almost excitement and nervousness because it was just such, so much, it was going to be so much fun. And um, my mom and her other two sisters and then my cousins would all be there. And it would just be this house packed full of family. And I remember always loving just sitting by the Christmas tree because there were so many of us that there were so many gifts and you couldn't even touch the Christmas tree because the gifts were piled so high. And that was just for me so exciting to see all of these presents. And, and again, I don't even remember the presents, but I remember that feeling of being there. I remember just getting to like be with the family and my grandparents have a farm and so we'd get to go out quadding and play in the bales and make little forts in the bales and uh, get pulled on the toboggan behind the quad. So there was just all of that kind of fun and getting to help grandma out with Christmas dinner. And I can still vividly remember the smells in their house and, um, you know, everybody sitting in the living room to watch TV. And, and my grandpa always was the one that had to be in control. So it was always a fishing show, which was real exciting for us as kids. And he would always, always, always fall asleep on the couch but he would put the remote on his chest and almost be hugging the remote. And if we would try to steal it, he would go and uh, wake up, of course, and be like, oh, no, 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 we're watching this. So anyways, just things that you remember. So like I challenge you, go through, think about what you really enjoy. Like what does Christmas mean to you? What do you want it to mean for you and your family? And go through that and, and pick out the things that you love. For me, I know I love um, having the big meal all together as a family. I love Christmas music. Uh, I've been playing it whenever I'm driving with the kids and dropping them off to daycare. We listen to Christmas music and it just really gets me in the mood. Mood. I really love sappy Hallmark, Hallmark movies. Um, that was something my mother-in-law, she passed this year that I could always relate to with her. Her and I both love those sappy music. So it's also something now that I've, that I've been watching them. I also think of her too. And it keeps her memory or like her her alive in me and I, you know, remembering and obviously she's, she's hasn't even been gone for a year, but it's just nice to, when you think of those traditions, when people are gone in your life that you can, um, still keep their, their memories alive. So I would, uh, would think about those things and, and what you want it to be, um, for, for presents too, like with the kids, you know, just 
don't go overboard. Just keep reminding yourself that, um, that you, they're not, they're going to be excited for your presence. Don't get me wrong, but they're going to be excited for all the other things you do. So think about maybe it's like one of a, a friend I was talking about the other day, they, she said that she really liked how last year they actually did Christmas um, with her because her, they have a split family. She did everything on Christmas Eve and she really loved that because Christmas morning they could wake up, go to Bogning when everybody else was opening presents and they had the Bogning Hill to themselves and they could just hang out and do that. So maybe, you know, start a Bogning trip or maybe it's fishing as a family or Maybe it's going on a hot holiday to escape all your crazy aunts and uncles and people you don't want to be around. Like set those boundaries. You don't need to be around those people that are toxic and you don't, that aren't bringing you joy in your life too, right? Like it, I don't know why for so long we have just fallen into this routine of like being around the people we don't want to. And I'm not saying don't go be with your family, but if like your family's a pretty toxic place, like maybe you don't want to be there and set those boundaries. Or maybe you pop in for 15 minutes to drop off some Christmas cards and a plate of baked goodies. So, you know, do some of those things. Same goes with the Christmas pajamas. Um, I every year have looked up and tempted to go and buy Christmas pajamas for the family and I've just never pulled the trigger. I just can't justify spending another 100 to $200 on Christmas pajamas for, for everyone when I know my husband's going to hate them and the kids will probably be fairly excited about them but like I just, I don't know why, I just haven't been able to pull the trigger on buying the Christmas pajamas and I know it's something you see all over Facebook and social um, and if that's for you, that's for you. Great. I'm Keep doing it. If that's what brings you joy during the holiday season, it's one of your things, you do it but don't feel the pressure to have to do it because everybody else is doing it because you don't need to do that. And I, I find that with the holiday season, we find so much pressure to be like the perfect holiday family and, and you don't have to be again, go through and see like maybe it's making Christmas cookies with your family. Um, I know a while back I used to get together at my mom's house and we would do Christmas baking together. And that to me is fun because you're getting together, you're hanging out, maybe you're having a glass of wine or a rum and eggnog and you're doing some Christmas baking together. Maybe you're doing a baking exchange with your neighborhood. Maybe you're doing like, I love um, doing Christmas gift exchanges. I know they're kind of silly and a lot of people are like, ah, $20 gift, but it's fun. You make it into a game, right? It's all what you make about it. It's not about the gift. It's the game that goes with it and the time spent with those people. So think about how you can just better enjoy the time that you have with people because you never know um, that if this is going to be the last Christmas with, with the loved ones that you have or the friends and family, like you just really don't know. And so live this Christmas, like it's the last and just enjoy the heck out of it. Make sure you keep that budget in check though. Like don't go into like a crazy habit of spending to put yourself in debt, feel super stressed, be super anxious because you way overspend on things you didn't need. So, um, really on how to thrive through the holidays, what I want you to, to consciously think of is prioritize. Prioritize what's important and don't forget all of the regular stuff you have to do. Like I'm sure if any of us compared our calendars this year, our calendars are absolutely nuts. We have a thousand things on the go. Um, it just seems to be how life is, right? Just so many things on the go. And 
But just remember all the other regular day-to-day outside of the holiday things still have to get done. So the groceries and the laundry and the house cleaning and running to and from sports and all that other fun jazz and work and school and daycare. So just make sure you are adding in time to your calendar for those things too, even though it's super busy. Ask for help, whether it's from a spouse, a friend, the kids, like get everybody involved and let them know like we need to get these things done in order to have a happy holiday season. So again, make sure you are communicating and asking for help. I cannot stress this enough as as a mom. We as moms wear like this badge of honor that we don't need to ask for help. We can do it all. No, you don't need to do it all. Ask for freaking help. It will make your life so much better and you will feel so much better and you will have this huge burden taken off your shoulders. Like Don't feel like you need to do it all because you know what? Some of the most successful people out there, actually all of the most successful people out there all have help. They all ask for help. They're not afraid to ask for help. Any of the people that I've mentioned in prior podcasts like Ali Kazaza, Rachel Hollis, all of those powerhouse moms and entrepreneurs all have help. Whether it's they have a nanny, they have um, cleaners, they have food services, like they get help in those ways because they physically cannot do it all. You cannot be expected to be a full-time mom, a full-time employee, a full-time entrepreneur, cleaning, cooking, all of those other things. It's just not possible. There's not enough time in the day. And guess what? You may be able to do it for maybe a month or so. You're going to burn yourself out. And then you're going to start out from below before zero because you're going to be so burnt out, so exhausted, so stressed, so anxious, and not in a good place mentally that it's going to be hard to get going again. And it's going to take extra, right? So just make sure you ask for help. And again, a lot of those things require money. And if that's not possible, if you don't have the financial means to ask, uh, pay for help, see how you could trade services with somebody. Like maybe you really are really good at baking. Well, maybe you can can trade services with your friends. Maybe she's excellent at cleaning. She can come over and clean or do laundry and you can provide her baking trays for her family to give. There's always little things like that that you can trade off with friends and people are, are happy to do that because they're doing what, what they're good at and you get to do what, um, what you're good at. Um, make sure that you are still staying um, with like and, and still living and leading a healthy lifestyle. Like don't compromise your health throughout this season. We all go into <laughs> the holidays being like, woohoo, it's the holidays. I'm going to eat and drink my face off and I'll deal with it come January 1. The problem with that is you probably by this point, because you know you're getting into the dark cold of winter, that you're maybe already letting yourself go a little bit, not eating as well, not exercising. I mean, for us up here in the north, we can't really get outside as much because it's so cold. And so you're not getting like your vitamin D and all these things are piling up. And, And then you go into Christmas season and bam, you are like thrown into tons of drinking and lots of overeating and overindulging into treats. And then come New Year's, you're starting out way behind. So you're just trying to even get back to the point that you were pre-Christmas. So don't do that to yourself. Look for ways to try to not be even further behind so that your, your New Year's resolution isn't so hard and you don't fail by the end of January or give up. So think about that. So a couple tips here. Yes, still eat all the yummy goodies. Like that's what they're there for. Enjoy life. That's one of the joys of life. But all in moderation, everything within moderation. Did you need to go and eat like the entire plate of goodies? Probably not. Your stomach probably is killing you after that. And you probably, you know, have a real sugar crash too. So, um, but maybe what you can do is if there is that office 
um, you know, a plate that's always out with tons of goodies. Make sure to pack extra fruits and veggies for you just to be snacking on throughout the day so you're feeling full with healthy, nutritious foods and then you're not necessarily grabbing for those because you're not, you're not hungry. So keep that in mind just to make sure you have an extra stock of fruits and veggies throughout that time. Keep going to the gym. Again, plan. Build that in. Um, I, it can be really hard to get to the gym. So if you're finding that, there are so many programs that you can get on your smart TV. Go onto YouTube, YouTube and look up whatever it is that you want to do. Maybe you want to do a HIIT exercise or yoga or Pilates or um, a cardio type exercise. Like go and just look it up on there. There's tons of free, um, free programs on there that you don't have to pay for. So go and do that and, and just start doing it at home. It's quicker. You don't have the commute time to and from the gym and you can just wake up a little bit earlier and get to it. And that way uh, you'll be feeling good for, for the day. Um, shift your attitude to gratitude. This could not be more, um, more true, especially at this time of the year, but just really take the time to practice gratitude for what you have right now and all of the amazing things you're able to do during this season because there's so many people that can't. So maybe think of, you know, in the spirit of gratitude, maybe think about what you have and how you could help um, giving back to others. So there's a lot of people that go without and no, it's not. Yes, there's a lot of homeless people, but it's not just those people too. There's a lot of people that you may think um, have it together and don't because social portrays it that way. So reach out to your friends and family and see if there's any way um, that you can you can help out and even start a new family tradition with your kids. Like maybe you go to the local food bank to help out or maybe you... Um, support a local family with providing them with a Christmas hamper so they have their Christmas meal and extra food and Christmas presents so that family doesn't like if you see a family struggling out there um, sometimes it can be really awkward to ask them and they'll probably they may say no to help because that's how we <laughs> operate as humans we refuse help and maybe just instead of asking just go drop off a basket and just let them know you're thinking of them and you just wanted to uh, provide them with this basket to give them some extra cheer throughout the holidays so things like that right you don't always have to um, go big and have all these crazy um, presents it could just be giving back and that will fill your heart so much so practice that gratitude and by gratitude like just be thankful for who's here at Christmas um, I cannot stress this enough because after the year we've had and I've seen so many other friends go through losses just enjoy this time with the people that are here because again you never know what this next year is going to bring. We are not guaranteed tomorrow. So make sure that you are just so grateful for what you have right now and, and grateful for the people that are in your life. And make sure to tell them that too because you may not have a chance to tell them that you love them and that you are grateful that they're in your life. So make sure that you are doing that. Um, and enjoy. Just really enjoy the season. Be present. Uh, just keep everything in perspective. Just, I cannot, you know, say this enough. Just be present in that, those moments with your kids. Like, don't be stressing out. Be right on the floor opening those gifts with them. Be right there at the table making the cookies with them or whatever Christmas baking. Do some Christmas um, crafts with them from the stuff that you have in your home that maybe hasn't been used. Like, get through and just really enjoy that time with them. And, uh, and I'm going to leave you with just, really focusing on like finding what the meaning of the holidays is to you. What do the holidays mean for you? What does it mean for your family? 
How would you like it to go if you don't set the attention and don't prioritize how you want things to go? It's just going to go, it's just going to be utter chaos. So really take that time to think through it, plan through it, whether it's writing it down, thinking about it through it in your head, visualizing how you want it to go. Um, and make sure you're communicating with your family how you want Christmas. See what they want Christmas to be and, and how they what their feelings are towards Christmas. So find that meaning. Enjoy the holidays. It's going to be a ton of fun. Your kids are going to love it. You guys are going to have a blast. And make sure to get out there and spread that um, gratitude and joy to others. So thank you so much for listening, friends. I hope you enjoyed this. Hope you had some great takeaways. I'm excited to hear about your holiday traditions and what holidays mean to you. So please, please text me, message me, let me know what the holidays mean to you and what some of the great traditions that you do during the holiday season. Love you. Have a great day. Take care, everybody. Thank you guys for listening to the episode today. I so appreciate it. As a thank you, I'd like to provide you with a discount code for Chef's Plate. If you look into the description of the podcast, you'll see the link there. Simply click it. I love to use Chef's Plate. I find they have really interesting and unique meals that are very family friendly. I order um, a few meals a week uh, for the portion size for our family, and it really allows me to take that, uh, that extra time to be able to spend with my family versus having to think and prep meals and go grocery shopping. So check it out. I hope you'll find uh, Chef's Plate helpful too. Take care, everyone.